Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Gaucher disease found under the pediatric section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A young boy presents with chronic fatigue and hepatosplenomegaly. A bone marrow aspirate from the patient is obtained, which demonstrates giant binucleate storage cells filled with glucocerebrosides. Let's continue with an introduction to Gaucher disease. This refers to an autosomal recessive deficiency in B-glucocerebrosidase. It leads to accumulation of sphingolipids in the liver, spleen, and bone marrow. It is the most common cause of lysosomal enzyme deficiency in Ashkenazi Jews. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include chronic fatigue, and exam findings may include hepatosplenomegaly, bony abnormalities such as avascular necrosis, anemia, and sometimes pancytopenia. In terms of further studies, diagnosis can be confirmed by measurement of acid-beta-glucosidase activity in the peripheral blood leukocytes. One may also perform histology on bone marrow aspirate demonstrating giant binucleate storage cells filled with glucocerebrosides. Remember that these accumulate because of a hereditary deficiency of beta-glucocerebrosidase. Treatment is with enzyme substitution of imiglucerase or serozyme. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, it is fatal if enzyme substitution is not given. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Gaucher disease, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 10-year-old boy is brought to the emergency department from school complaining of severe pain in his right thigh. He accidentally slipped and fell on his right side and immediately felt severe pain. Further history reveals that he has had several low-energy fractures in the past and bruises easily. He also complains of general fatigue. Physical exam reveals an enlarged liver. Based on clinical suspicion, a blood smear is obtained, which demonstrates tissue paper macrophages. A deficiency in which of the following enzymes is most likely responsible for this patient's condition? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Beta-glucocerebrosidase Choice 2. Beta-galactocerebrosidase Choice 3. Hexosaminidase A Choice 4. Iduronate sulfatase Or Choice 5. Sphingomyelinase The best answer to this question is Choice 1. Beta-glucocerebrosidase. This presentation combined the finding of tissue paper macrophages is consistent with the diagnosis of Gaucher's disease. Gaucher's disease is due to a defect in the enzyme beta-glucocerebrosidase. Gaucher's disease is an autosomal recessive lysosomal storage disorder caused by mutations to the beta-glucocerebrosidase gene. This gene is used in the metabolic pathway of sphingolipid breakdown and its removal causes accumulation of intermediate metabolites inside of lysosomes. This biochemical deficiency leads to a variety of symptoms, most notably including bruising, fractures, and hepatomegaly. The characteristic finding is the identification of tissue paper macrophages on peripheral blood smear. There are three types of this disorder, with one being the most common and type 2 being the most severe. This case presentation is consistent with type 1 Gaucher disease. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Beta-galactocerebrosidase is deficient in Crab A disease and presents with optic atrophy and developmental delay. Choice 3. Hexosaminidase A 
is deficient in Tay-Sachs disease and presents with neurological degeneration and a cherry red spot on the macula. Choice four, iduronate sulfatase is deficient in Hunter syndrome, which presents with aggressive behavior. Choice five, sphingomyelinase is deficient in Neiman-Pick disease, which presents with failure to thrive and foamy macrophages. That's all for this review about Gaucher disease. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, We'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.